Welcome back to the Outdoor Adventures Podcast. I got in the studio today, Jake Williams. Hey, Jake. What's up? Welcome to the show. He is, you might pick up on this by the last name, but he is another cousin in the Williams family clan. Uh, Dylan is, of course, here and rocking his NHL hat again. Stay true to the colors. Well, and as a commissioner, you got to rock your brand, man. Yeah. yeah. It, it looks good on you. Um, we haven't been in the studio for a while. We packed it all up for the bachelor party. And how many times did we take it out of the box? We didn't even open the lid. Yeah. And so, so. I packed up everything. We put it in one of those black and yellow Costco totes and snuck it onto the travel trailer because uh, Cousin Jason, we weren't sure how he'd react to an extra 100 pounds of <laughs> podcast equipment coming on board. And we just said, we got to be real careful with that. And, so, and we were right, too, when he found out what it was. Are you kidding? Yeah, he wasn't super he wasn't excited. A, he wasn't stoked. And, any means. and shockingly, we never took it out of the box. So yeah, we, we, had a, <laughs> we had a lot of plans with it. Yeah. That never unfolded. But the good news is everything got put back together. We took us a little time to get it working today, but we got it going. And our cordage is much more contained. There's not a spaghetti yeah. ball of stuff to deal with. Well, I like it now, too. Like, you got the headphones in the right spot, so, like, I'm not having to lean across the table because I feel like I'm going to pull the whole thing down. Yeah, you're not tethered. Yeah, it feels good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like the new setup. Well, and so let's do a little bachelor party recap. So we went over uh, for John's bachelor party slash Juneteenth camping trip and uh, did some shooting. Both you and I sighted in our guns. Yeah. Uh, did, I did a little fishing with Jason Rush and his son Lincoln. Caught some trout, which was fun. We saw some, you guys saw a herd of elk. Yep. Uh, we saw quite a few bucks over there, some nice ones. A couple coyotes, but not within shooting distance. Um but it was a good time. We had a lot of laughs, had a lot of fun, just kind of relaxed. I'm glad that we got the gun sighted in like fairly fast too. Like mine, it was, I shot maybe six shots, I think. It was in and out, done, money. Yeah, and that 300 Weatherby, you don't want to shoot too many rounds. No, that. six was a plenty. Yeah. Yeah, I was good after that for I, a few I months. still have about, I don't know, 35 rounds to go in my break-in period on my gun. You'll get but there. I'll get there. Yeah. Season, we got time. <laughs> so um, other stuff that's been going on, I don't know if I've talked about my shad fishing trips that I went on. Mm -hmm. I know that's a riveting topic, but I went uh, shad fishing on my annual trip with Bill Higby and my brother Charlie, and we filled the freezer with shad for crabbing. And the one cool thing that happened, I mean, I like shad fishing. They're just fun to catch. And, you know, we had probably... I don't know, the second day we probably caught 40 of them or so. And you're just catching them and throwing them in the five-gallon bucket. And uh, I hooked one, and we're in this hole in the Columbia, and then I hooked into an oversized sturgeon. So I don't know if the sturgeon grabbed the shad or if I foul-hooked the sturgeon. I think I hooked him in the mouth by the way it reacted. And then he starts peeling line to the middle of the channel. It was just... <laughs> I couldn't hold him at all, you know, with shad gear. But I did have a pretty stout hook on so he gets out to the middle of the channel, straightens my hook completely out, and then I lost him. <laughs> but I got to fight him for a second, which was pretty fun. So, um, And then yesterday, so we are uh, mid-July almost. It's my birthday on Tuesday, 7-11. Happy early birthday. Happy early birthday. Yeah, I'll be 44, boys. 
So this is what it looks like genetically for you in you the future. Look, if I had to guess, forty-three. Yeah. <laughs> well, I am technically. Yeah, right but now. That's, I'm just saying you look exactly your age. Oh, that's, that's good. I think that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah. You guys are old. I'm 25, dude. Yeah, how old are you, Jake? 19. Gosh, young buck in the room. Bringing a team. Usually in. that's Dylan. Yeah. yeah. Did, we, did we get him to sign the waiver? The, yeah. you know, under 20 waiver? No, I'm actually going to sue you guys. Uh, great. Yeah, no, actually. Well, good thing okay. is we have $0 in the bank account. <laughs> <laughs> so there's nothing for you to take. But um, so yesterday we had a 3D shoot out at Horner's, which is a local uh, up outside of Lebanon, Oregon, a uh, place where you can shoot these 3D targets. And I'd never been a part of one of those. But we were doing it. Uh, we donated the proceeds to Link Up Vets, which is a local organization that helps veterans with anything that they need. And uh, it was pretty cool. I mean, a lot of people came out and shot the targets. We had a um, closest... Well, you had to shoot through a little piece of PVC and you could win a rangefinder as we had that. And then we had, we gave away a bow with a, a raffle prize, gave away a bunch of raffle prizes. So it was, it was a fun event. Everybody had fun and I've never shot one of those. I didn't get to shoot in the event, but I'm, I'm looking forward to going back out there and shooting. That's a lot of fun. I, like uh, it's obviously it's the closest thing you can get to actually hunting. You're put in situations that you're shooting that you would actually see in the field. But then also you get those cool, fun targets that you don't, you know, you're not seeing those animals every day. So it's, it, yeah, I love it. I've shot it twice and it's, I've lost a lot of arrows, but it's been fun. Yeah. Our money dot target was a moose at 95 yards. And so, uh, you know, you spent two bucks to take two shots at it kind of thing. And the pot got to $80 by the end of the day and two guys hit it. So nice. Yeah. They got to chop the pot. Um, so look, we haven't talked about our tags. So, you know, since the last time we did the podcast then in Oregon, the, the draw results came out. Both Dylan and I got the Willamette tag, which gives us an extra tag where we can kill a buck or a doe from September 1st through February. Yes. Yeah, it's something like that. It's ridiculous how long it is. A lot of private ground. Technically, my house is in the Willamette tag, so that could be an advantage. But we, our goal is to get on the river and try to figure out how to do we got to figure out the legalities and where we can shoot and where we can go and, and maybe try to find one a river buck and we kind of have ambition for maybe trying to find one in velvet too if we get after it in september yeah well we're gonna need to because i could not navigate a river by any means in, in november. november yeah and a, the sweet rubber raft i got that should be pretty fun yeah as long as we have a min coda trolling motor yeah, should be, be fine. Good. Yeah, okay. in case it. you can just get some paddles. But like you and I are very sturdy people. We like good balance. Obviously, Stout. people saw us. They'd be like, "Those guys could do like the tightrope walk, fine, athletic." Yeah, yeah, and like the thought of being on because that's the only thing I have close to a boat. I mean, it's hard bottom raft has two seats mounted in it, but other than that. It's going to be pretty sketchy trying to get on that thing in November. We got some friends with boats, though. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. We're going to talk to somebody at uh, the Oregon State Police just to find out the legalities of how you hunt it from the river. I mean, I've got some friends that have done the river hunt thing, too. So um, if not, we'll talk to some farmers and yeah. help eliminate. Well, we found those couple gates, too, Yeah, that we can actually walk in, which was pretty cool. Shout out to John for that. Yeah, good job, John. 
Um, also, Jake and I got the Eastern Oregon tag. We've all been talking about. We we knew we were probably going to get it, but you never know until you actually see successful. And we both got it, right, Jake? Yeah, I'm I haven't I haven't really seen your exciting. successful. I mean, I didn't get a screenshot or anything, but I'm assuming I you got. Sent it. you a screenshot. It did. Family group chat. Yeah. Oh man, how did I miss that? You're old, like I said. Yeah, I don't know how to do group text. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what is this? My phone starts smoking whenever, yeah. you know, those flip phones aren't made for the group text. No, you know? definitely not. Yeah. It's going to be a good well, time, though. You guys yeah. and my wife. Yeah, which was trip. the plan. That was the plan. These three tags, and we got our guides, and we're, we're ready to go out there. And I mean, I'm not shooting anything small. Jake, I'm counting on you to shoot the first fork and horn you see. <laughs> I'll take so, care of it. Yeah. Realistically, I'm going to shoot the biggest one just because I have shot the biggest blacktail out of all of us. So. You have. I've seen pictures of that blacktail. We'll, we'll talk about that. I want to hear about that story. But you, I like the confidence. I like the swagger. I, I do appreciate it, but you're wrong. I'm very confident, but I know I'm going to get over there and see a fork and horn and dump it. Yeah. I'm going to be like, wow, that's a giant, that's a giant blacktail. And I'm going to be like, oh, it's not a blacktail, it's a mule deer. Hey, and we need that meat in camp. So just feel free to pull that trigger. Well, I might. His guide's sitting right here. It's like, I'm like his lawyer, kind of. Yeah. You're so, insulating him from me. We're yes. in contract. Yeah, yeah we're kind of under contract in a way. But. Here's the thing. Jake, this is Jake's first time really getting to experience it. Because the first time that you were there, how old were you? Ten? Nine? Nine. And he was there for two days. No, I was there for three. Three days. And slept 98% of the trip. He was growing, you know? Oh, yeah. No, I'm not saying there's anything bad about it, but he didn't even... I don't even know if he saw one of the deer that we saw. Huh. I saw a couple. Every time I'd get, oh, there's one, Jake, you see it? And I look over, <laughs> just out cold. Jake, how are your deer eyes? Do you have pretty good deer eyes? Or are you? I mean, they're getting better. They're getting they're, way better. They're growing. But for a long time, I just was the, the truck sleeper. I was just there eating snacks, being big. Yeah. That's my nickname for a long time, snacks. Hey. That, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. No, somebody's got to do it, and no. it was me. It's a smart move because, like, everyone else kind of does the work, and you're you're a part of it. Yeah, and honestly, I mean, I haven't ever hunted with you, so I'm excited to be able to go on a hunt with you. I, you're, you know, I'm guessing your dad was like Jason, or you know, Dylan's dad, Jason, keep you guys a secret, you know, keep you locked up at home and tell us, oh, they didn't do their homework, they can't come on the hunt. You know. Yeah, no, that was just their way of getting away, I think. Yeah, they're like, oh, you're going to come hunting with me, and then they'd wake up at whatever hour in the morning and just leave. Yeah. yeah, I got in trouble for that recently with my son. Told him I was taking him blueberry picking and then didn't wake him up. So well, he's got baseball playoffs today. So another little quick, you know, current event. Uh, his team limped into the playoffs, and then they won their first game which then they played twice yesterday, lost the first one to the number one seed, came back and won their second one. They were down 5-2 and they ended up winning 12-8. And uh, now they play again today. They got to play that team that beat them yesterday. If they get through them, then they play the number one seed twice, potentially. So yeah. I'm pretty excited for him. He's he's fun to watch. It's a fun time. He's 11. I mean, you guys both play baseball. It's, it's a great sport as a spectator. I don't know what it's like on the field because I – didn't get past fourth grade with baseball. But. <laughs> That's the best. Especially in those atmospheres. Like, we went to the state 
we were probably the same age as Michael was. We went to the state championship game, and it was one of the funnest weekends. Just, I don't know, the atmosphere was just totally different. So many people around, so many different teams. You're playing on the same complex, so it was, it was just fun. It was a fun place to be. Yeah, our tournament's in Newport, Oregon, so we got to truck over to Newport, and Newport is the number one seed. So, I mean, they're, I guess, pretty good. The but. Newport team, I don't know if they're anything like when I was growing up, but they were always... They had the kids from Toledo. They would recruit them. Was, their team was always pretty good. Oh, we're yeah. talking some dark arts over here. We got yeah. some I'll secret spill, I'll, spill, I'll spill the beans right Use now. Use this today, Sam. You could get your guys a free win out of it. Yeah, hey, are these guys from Toledo? Yeah. Well, Toledo, they don't, do the, they don't do, like, tournament baseball in the summer. They just do, like, league. It's oh. called Babe Ruth or something like that. So all the Toledo kids just go play for Newport. Oh, makes sense. I'll ride them all out. Yeah, there we go. That that's breaking news, yeah, really, breaking right? News. Live on the podcast. <laughs> this is live, folks. Yeah. Would you guys listen to this in September? <laughs> hey, this was. Hey, just to clear the air on that, we did get a little bit behind. Uh-huh. The you know we didn't. The bachelor party kind of set us back a little bit as far as getting the podcast over to Dan, who edits these for us and adds the music for us, and uh, so that's kind of on me a little bit. But also, you know, Dan's a busy guy. You know, he's got a day job, and we don't pay him a whole lot to help us out with this. Yeah, you need to start paying him enough just to, so he can quit his day job, I yeah. think. Focus so, all in on this. Some other breaking podcast news. We did order some merch. So we got some hats and some shirts coming soon. So I'm so excited to see them. Yeah, they should be cool. Um, then uh, we got a couple important public announcements that we need to make. So we got approached by the Oregon Department of Transportation to let everybody know what's going on. And Dylan's going to go ahead and let us know. So the Van Buren Bridge is going to be out for four years. And so they reached out and told us to let, you know, let our listeners know how they can still use the river and the waterway and the bike paths and all that. So, so basically, the river will remain usable during the, all of the construction and there will be a 40-foot channel marked for boating access, which so I don't know how they're going to mark it, but they'll have something in, in the water for you to know this is where you would go. They'll make it very clear. Just only thing that they say to stay aware of is just watch out for the, obviously, the construction the work zone while you're underneath the bridge, while they're working on it. But, yeah, you will be able to have access to the river through that section um, underneath the bridge. Yeah. And we were talking before we got started, you know, a four year project on a bridge. I don't know if I want to be going under there in a kayak, if there's hunks of concrete coming into the water, you know, or yeah, rebar. No, or, I mean, I'm sure it's going to be safe, but it just use caution. We can, um, post these links. There's some QR codes you can click on that give you all these maps and routes and, um, but yeah, it is going to be accessible. So that was the whole point. The reason they reached out to us is they wanted to let people know that use the waterway and use the bike trails, that there is going to be a way to get around the construction. Because four years is a long time. And if you've had that favorite section of river that's now, you know, impeded, you want to be able to get around that. So, yeah. Um, I had a couple other stories to talk about. Um, there's also a thing going on in the Willamette Valley called Shop Talk. So we've had four... I think three, maybe three meetings and it's, it's either the third or fourth Monday of the month and reach out to me if you're interested in coming. But essentially we all get together, have a barbecue out at this guy's private lake. You can go fish the lake if you want to. 
uh, and we just talk about hunting and fishing and outdoor stuff and there's fishing guides and hunting guides there uh, all ages it's kind of a men's group if you will and uh, anyway like I think the August one is going to be like a swap meet so you'll bring old gear that you don't use anymore fishing or hunting and, and we're going to trade with each other so nice it's been kind of cool. So if anybody has any interest in coming to that, it's just for Willamette Valley Outdoorsmen, basically. I need to start going to that. Yeah, it's it's been fun. I've gone to the two out of three of them. Yeah, so. I need to start going. Um, also, Jake, I want to go back to you and I have been planning this deer hunt. I mean, I've done it with Sam, too, obviously, for a year minimum. Longer than that. I mean, we started talking about tags and me, Sam, and... Dylan's wife putting in together. You can call her Tay if you want. Oh, Tay. I, you know her name. I, I do know her name. But we've been talking about that for since you and Tay really got together. Yeah, I'm just really excited. It's your first time. I missed having you because of the, I mean, you had a pretty good sports conflict with football. Um, so you weren't able to really join us on many of these. Like, I only got to really hunt with you on, over here for maybe a Saturday or a Sunday Yeah, around football season. I mean, it was it was tough with the football conflict. I mean, glad that I got to play four years of really competitive high school football. Yeah. Yeah, because football is, what, August to November pretty much? Yeah, pretty much. If we made playoffs, we'd go into November, which we only made playoffs once. You don't have to talk about that part. But, but Jake, you were a pretty darn good <laughs> – I mean, you were a good football player because I used to get the newspaper back there and I'd always see Jake Williams, you yeah, know, eight getting, carries for 72 yards or no, whatever. It, no, it was just like Jake Williams kicked out of today's ball game. Was, okay. Let's Did you get kicked out a few times? Once. Well, that's just passion. Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely, it was definitely something. Uh, I don't know. Dylan was at that game. It was, it was a real... It's a real good one for me, but no, I was I was pretty all right at football. I loved it. Were you a running back? I was a yeah, I was a running back, and I played most of my high school career. I played outside linebacker. That's a fun position. It was so much fun. Yeah, yeah, it was good. It was fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, I remember just reading the stat line, and you know, back when I took a paper, but for like six months out of a year, every once in a while. Yeah, but now they don't. I don't even know if you can buy newspapers anymore. But I don't know. All yeah. I know is that I have a couple cutouts from the paper in my bedroom. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, my son's playing football for the first time this year, too, so he's kind of excited about it. But they practice five days a week. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Which I'm not really stoked it's, about. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a commitment. He's either going to love it or he's going to hate it. It'll be the first year that he'll really know. I hated it. Yeah. Tell well, you that much. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, he's excited right now, so. I'm happy for him to do anything he wants to do. So. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's a good thing. It's a good um, character builder for yeah. sure. Football is awesome for that because he'll be pushed to, like, diff- different limits that he didn't think he could get to. It also just makes you kind of realize that life's a battle, I guess. That's kind of corny to say, but it teaches you that you get knocked down and got to get back up and stuff like that. All yeah. the good stuff that you got to learn. Even when you can't breathe. Yeah. Even, even when you can't breathe. Yeah. yeah. It'll toughen him up a little bit. 
I mean, with my genetics, he's already going to be pretty tough. But. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, he's going to be one of the toughest around. Yeah, you guys don't know what Sam looks like, but he's 6'5", 290 of straight muscle. Yeah, yeah. just ripped. Just jacked. Yeah. We're so, sketchers. <laughs> so the other thing coming up that I, I bumped into this news story last night, uh, the Department of Fish and Wildlife, Oregon Department of Fish and Wildlife, is having these meetings uh, about their big game public meetings for next year because they're eliminating some hunts. They're going to change some of the numbers. I didn't dive into it. All I did was look at the unit we hunt and see if they were going to mess with the tag numbers and they're not changing them. So I was kind of oh. like, well. Okay. And that was just for mule deer. I didn't look at elk or anything like yeah. that yet. But I'll dive a little deeper on that. But these meetings are across the, st- the state. The first one is in Newport on my birthday, July 11th at 530 at the Rogue Bayfront Public House. And if you miss that one, you can run over to the Sizzler in Springfield the next day, and they're having a meeting. But our closest one would be Corvallis, and that one is a virtual webinar at 6 p.m. on the 18th of July. So uh, anyway, I think it's always good as an outdoorsman to at least be informed of what's going on and see what's up, at least read through the different hunts. Like They have every species listed there, and so you can click on each one and figure out what's changing. So. I never even looked into that ever. I know. So this is the first time I'm kind of actually hearing about it, which is pretty cool. Yeah, the article just popped on my phone, you know, and I was like, oh, that seems like one worth clicking on. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'd like to tune into that one in Corvallis or that webinar or whatever. Yeah, I think it'd be worth it just so we can know what's up. Yeah. Um, my phone's been telling me about Damian Lillard a lot lately. You know, the Portland Trailblazer guy asking for a trade so it's tough it's a tough look said it was going to be his home that that is see you later bud that is hard because we've put a lot of money into him i mean i mean he's definitely a good player but you know but when you're when i mean they've been relying on him for how long oh yeah he's had to carry yeah his back has gotta hurt yeah you can only go to the finals so many times with one guy yeah I sent Dylan a picture of the backpack that I'm going to take for the hunting trip, and it's like this guy with this giant thing that's like, you oh, know, you could 15, fit a camp trailer, yeah, in 15 yeah. feet in the air kind of thing, and yeah, that's Damian Lillard with the blazer. Yeah, season. you know, he's yeah. been working really hard. I'm not in the hater camp that wants to hate on him for wanting to get out. He told them what he wanted, and he didn't feel like they were there. But I also don't think. Hey, we paid you a lot of money. We're not going to trade you for Udonis Haslip or whatever. Haslam, yeah. or you know, like I some, will say that I am on the hater train. All right, that's my that's my guy, and he's let me down. What yeah. did you do? Buy a Damian Lillard jersey one time. You can yeah, just get a sharpie, you know, and add another zero for Scoot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I did that once for the Mariners. I don't remember who it was, but I bought a jersey. They turned like. They were, I think it was like their first year or second year playing for the Mariners, and they were just killing it. So obviously I went out and got a jersey. The outfielder. Um, what was his name? I don't remember. Ken Griffey Jr. No, no. not him. It's I a, think I know that guy's name. Um, but anyways, they traded him right after the jersey arrived. I went, well, what do I do with this now? So yeah. I never wore it, sat in my closet for like six years. You know what's funny? I had, had this same experience happen. I bought a Robinson Cano jersey. Right before he got oh, his steroid, tough. yeah, and that's then a tough look. his steroid thing happened, and then he got traded. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be a lot of Lillard jerseys at the old Goodwill, I think, and or Oregon. getting burned. Yeah, because <laughs> burned. people get Why mad. Do that I yeah. saw that like like Tom Brady. 
when he left the Patriots, everybody's just burning his jersey. Yeah, I think that's kind of weird. The LeBron <laughs> Cavaliers thing. Oh, yeah. All the that jerseys was, burned, then the people Miami. People take it way too far. Like, yeah. These guys just trying to I, win some ball games. For man. me, the way – I mean, I've been a diehard Trailblazers fan my whole life. You know, I grew up in the Rip City era with Clyde Drexler and Buck Williams and Kevin Duckworth, Jerome Kersey. Duckworth and Kersey are rest in peace. Yeah. But um, Danny Ainge, I mean, we were – Ballers been the 90s, you know, and I've been waiting for the Blazers to come back ever since then. And we had some good runs, the Scotty Pippen and years were good. And then Lillard has given us some really fun playoff memories, some of those yeah. half court shots and stuff. But you know, I'll be sad to see him go, but I'm also, I, I think we did pretty good in the draft and we'll see what we can do. And hopefully. If we got to let that guy go, we got to get something good out of it. So hopefully they can work something out. Oh, yeah, they got to get somebody. I mean, he's a high-caliber player. Even he's getting a little bit older, but yeah, he's, game still, time, man. he's still dynamite. He's the best. Yeah. He's the best game-time, like, end-of-game shooter. Oh, yeah. You want Dame. He oh, has dude, made some clutch, cold, clutch shots. That dude's a freaking killer. Step yeah. back, wave him away. So, see, even though you're hating on him a little bit, you still love him. You can't help Oh, you yourself. can't not yeah. love him. He's, he's, he's the guy. Yeah. So we but, turned into a sports podcast yeah. for a little bit here. That was kind of fun. Welcome back. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back. We'll do the sports radio voices here. Yeah. Soon. Yeah. Uh, any, so can we transition back into, yeah, let's get normal? it. Well, let's get on to our guest here, yeah. Jake. Yeah. So Jake, you know, thanks for coming on. We're excited to have you in the studio and we've talked about it for a while and, you know, life happens and we get busy and, uh, I'm glad you made it. And you guys were, we started at 6am this morning. These guys were early. I was impressed. Yeah, it's my first time being early. Well, I just want to throw something in here really quick. Uh, Dylan, first of all, didn't think I was going to be on time to his house because my dad's never on time. Yeah, and well, then, you guys have a freaking track record. Dude, you can't blame me for that. And then I'm driving down the road on the phone with Dylan on my Bluetooth, and Dylan's talking to me, and I start hearing some birds, and I'm like, are you outside? And he's like, yeah, I'm just walking around outside. Yeah, and I went for a walk. I pull up to his house, and he's walking down the road on a different street than he lives on just walking down the road at my pickup it's a little scary no he just gets after it you know he's I'm dedicated to this place man yeah and he doesn't want the dog to wake up the baby and yeah. you know he's he thinks about his family we got a bunch of walks coming up this hunting season so he's just getting fit i'll tell you he is getting in good shape i saw your fourth of july photos and i'm like dang that guy is getting skinny yeah 45 you know? pounds down wouldn't necessarily say skinny but yeah well there's still some it. meat on the bones it looks like I had a few boxes of Twinkies in my life, but that's okay. Forty-five pounds, though. That's you should be proud of that. That's yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I'm sorry, you. Yeah. No, you're not. I should. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, so getting back to some of the questions, more of the interviews type of thing. What got you into hunting? Even though we probably know the answer, he's probably sitting close to you right now. But it's whatever, you can go ahead and talk about it if you want. Uh, Sam Williams. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I do look up to my cousin Sam because he's killed some big stuff and he's a good hunter. But the main reason that got me into hunting was just years of seeing my dad leave early, seeing him come home, him going out on the big Eastern Oregon hunts or even uh, just any hunt and talking to my mom and being like, I'm going to do that one day and just looking up to him, wanting to be the guy who puts meat in the freezer want to get a big mount on my wall that was kind of a thing that i wanted but once i got a little older i realized that that wasn't the only reason to hunt so yeah 
That was almost identical to his dad's story of why he hunted or why he got into hunting. Like, yeah. not even joking. Like, it was almost to a T. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> what, is that episode six or five? I don't remember. I can't remember which one it is, but yeah, tune back to that one. Yeah. You can Check hear it episode out. five. Compare to the stories. See yeah. if he stole some pieces from his dad. Who knows? Yeah. Or they're just similar. They are and, similar. You know, I know you guys have hunted together quite a bit. I remember you showed us that one spot where you, me, and Kyler saw all those bucks that day. Yeah. And I remember one day I was in there with my brother Charlie hunting. And then all of a sudden you guys come squirreling around the corner and you were going to a different zone. I think where you killed your big blacktail, but yeah. it's a kind mm-hmm. of a neighboring area. So why don't we talk about that blacktail hunt a little bit? Um, yeah, go ahead, Jake. Tell us all about it. Uh, I want to throw this in first. Dylan wasn't there for it. Uh, no, nope. missed it. Dylan was supposed to be there. I mean, granted, he had prior arrangements with family stuff, but wasn't there. But uh, he's a big family guy. He's, he's brought it up a, big, a few times. Big family guy. It was yeah, a, Dominic Toretto over here, man. I don't know. It was just a Sunday. It was. I didn't think it was going to be anything crazy. It was mid season. Or was it end of season? It was the. I think it was the youth weekend. No, it wasn't the youth weekend. You had a youth. Sure. Did you have a youth because tag then? I might have been. I might. Uh. It was. Remember those two guys? Those oh yeah. Two, uh, or that guy and his two kids. Yeah, that would. It would have been the youth weekend then. But it's. Uh, so it was a Sunday. Uh, me and Dylan went hunting the day before in the same place. We walked it. We didn't walk in as far, but we walked it. Got to a clearing, glass for a little bit. Didn't see anything. And then I was talking to my dad. Talking to my uncle. I was like, hey, guys, we should go in this spot tomorrow. Me and Dylan were telling him. And we're just walking in in the morning, just cruising down this gravel road, get to this clear cut that me and Dylan stopped at. We glassed for probably an hour and didn't see anything. And I was telling him, I was like, well, if we just keep walking down the road, we'll get to another clear cut Dylan was telling me about. And we're walking and we decided, which was a terrible idea, to try to walk up this clear cut and got like halfway up and my uncle Jason was like, this is a terrible idea. What are we doing? Let's walk down this gravel road and see if we can get to a spot that we can see this clear gun instead of having to walking through it. And we were walking down the road and my uncle just says, Hey, there's a deer up there. And I was like, where at? Cause I have in the morning, I was really tired. I couldn't see anything. Back to that sleeping. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh-uh. My dad told the story a little bit. He did not tell every detail, but I'll tell you every detail. Yeah, let's do it. That's we're, we're walking, and uh, I'm trying to find it with binos. Still can't see it. And then I ended up probably five minutes later finding it with the binos. And we were all standing, and I tried to get on it free-handed with, thankfully, Dylan, let me use his gun, uh, his so, 300. I'm going to pause you for a second. Was that deer in its bed, or was he standing there? No, he's standing there looking at us. Probably from where we're standing on the road, probably 225, maybe out. Yeah. And I tried to get on freehand, could not, because Dylan, Dylan at this time had a wish scope. We've, yeah, we've talked about we it. Talked about the wish, the wish Leopold scope. Yeah. That's like a 5X. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't see it at all. And so I'd say, wow, that's, I can't see it. And I saw a log, pretty decent sized log. So I, climbed up this little hill and tried to get on it and I still couldn't see it with Dylan's scope and my uncle came up and he was trying to help me guide in and I was breathing heavy I was tweaking out I was so excited 
couldn't really tell how big it was, but I knew it was a decent sized buck. And I ended up getting on it about probably a minute after getting to this log and put a good shot on it and dropped it where it stood. It was a good shot. Yeah, it was a four point, right? A uh, four by five. Oh, nice. Yeah. It was a, a nice one. It was a young four by five, though. It would have been. Yeah. It, it would have been huge the next yeah. year, but you can't pass up on a deer like that. No, never. Because um, when I walked into this gate the first time, it was with Jason Rush in Lincoln, and we had a late start getting in there. Walked up to the exact spot, Jake. Or, no, we didn't go up there. We went past it. I'd never been up there before, so I didn't know how to get around yet. And we walked past it, and I can see the clear cut that Jake shot his buck in um, from the main line up to my right. Pro- I don't know. It was it was a ways off. And I picked up my binos, and I was picking up deer everywhere. Then all of a sudden, I'm like, holy crap, that's I, that's five bucks right there. So we tried it. We got back up to where we could get up to that clear cut. But by the time we got there, it was, like I said, it was getting later in the day. Those deer started bedding down. We couldn't see them anymore. Um so then when we came back, Jake and I went up there the day he was talking about, and then we relayed that. I was obviously talking it up. I saw those deer. Um, so my dad and his dad took them out, and it freaking, they called me right after they killed it. I didn't answer. I was sleeping. It was first thing in the morning. It was probably they, not even, no, it was 8, probably like 8 o'clock when we called yeah. you. And then, so then I look at my phone my dad texts me like jake got one and i was like yeah right like he kept saying you need to come here now jake got one but i've done this to my friends a million times like hey i killed one come help me never did i just wanted somebody with me so i didn't have to hunt by myself type of thing they get there and i'd go oh yeah by the way i didn't say that was a joke on the text type of thing um so i call or jason rush calls me and he goes, hey, you heading up to the gate to help Jake? And I was like, what What are you talking about? How do you know about it? He said, your dad asked to borrow my sled so we can get that deer out of there. I said, all right, well, I'll meet you there. So I get there, walk in. In the first moment when I walked up, dude, I almost, I was like this close to crying. It was the coolest thing. I was just, I was so proud of Jake in that moment. And the drag out, though. Good Lord. It was so not fun. It was straight. Four miles. Four miles straight uphill. That was a big buck, too. Yeah. I mean, it's, I remember seeing the pictures of that. I'm like, man, that's a dandy. It was a It was a big body buck. And another thing that I didn't add is at first when I shot, I didn't see it drop because of all the, it was really, really foggy. And another deer took off. Another deer was, there was another buck with it behind it, like way behind it. And it took off. And I was like, oh, I missed. And I felt, felt like Dylan because he misses a lot. You got that heart sinking moment. I was like, moment. are you kidding me? Like, yeah. this is one of the last days, if not the last day. I don't remember, but I was like, I I just messed it up. I was, I was really sad. Yeah, when, you definitely don't ever forget the misses. So that's good that this one wasn't one of those. Yeah, it was, this was, it was good. It made me really happy. It was a good time. Gave Dylan yeah. a big old hug when he got up there. Was that your first buck? No. That Just was your biggest one. My biggest. No, the first two. Oh, I can tell you a story about the first one. Let's hear it. Uh, so those of you who don't know, Dylan's family has some decent property at their house. 
and we're at Dylan's parents before. Had were you living at your house now? No, not yet. So he's still living. Yeah, that was a while ago. He's still living in his parents' house, and it was we were just having a not a very good hunting season at to this point. I think your dad had got a buck, and one of our other buddies has got a buck, and I just had been having no luck with football and stuff, getting no time off. Just hadn't got been able to get hunting, and we were, we went out the day before early, made it a whole day thing. And then my mom sent us a picture of this big old four point walking right underneath the deck. Yeah. Said you guys probably should have just stayed at home today. It was yeah. like at nine thirty in the morning. Could have got this one with a slingshot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you know what? We didn't see a single deer that day. Yeah, it was hot. So we said, Screw this. We're gonna just if we go out today, we're gonna go on an evening walk. We're not gonna do anything crazy. And it was like right at like seven probably the sun had just been coming up it was a great sunset that day i remember that and we're sunrise, just sunrise yeah. my bad we're just That's sitting good. in dylan's parents kitchen eating breakfast and uncle jason goes hey there's a hey, there's a buck right there go get your gun and i was like oh, oh okay and i grab my gun i'm still wearing my shorts from the night before and i he goes, it's not going to go anywhere. You got some time. I took another bite of pancake, <laughs> walked out on the deck, and put a pretty good shot on my first ever deer and dropped it like <laughs> maybe 100 yards from Dylan's house. Yeah. You had to carb load first. Yeah. 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 I was hungry, Get man. the carbs in. Yeah. Yeah, right off the deck. Yeah. The, at those first ones, it's so awesome to see. Like, I know I was, like, my dad and his dad always talk about how, like, cool and calm and collected I was when I was shooting a deer and stuff, but in reality, they were just breathing so loud, <laughs> both of them together, they couldn't hear me breathing. Yeah. Like, I breathe loud. When I, I could, buck fever is definitely a real thing. And I'm sitting at the table. I'm still eating when Jake's doing all this. And I, <laughs> the door, the door's just cracked open, the sliding glass door, and I can just hear... <sighs> <laughs> it was so funny. Well, especially, you know, that first one, it is kind of like there's... You want to get one so bad, that first one. And so you're, I'm at the phase now for this Eastern Oregon hunt we have coming up. Mm-hmm. If I would rather not tag a deer, the last couple of days, you know, I may change my tune if we're mm-hmm. all the way to the end of the season, but I really want to get a big one. Like I just, yeah, that's my, that's my goal. I know that this tag only comes around once in a while, but I don't want to leave with anything small yeah you were odds are you're not going to get this tag again for five years no i've know? seen some of the things too that dylan's killed my dad's killed my uncle jason and for sure my grandpa billy yeah he's shot some of the biggest mule deer i've ever seen in my entire life out of there and my brother charlie's four point out of there too yeah. is a monster so it's a it's, monster yeah it's uh and once you've seen those big ones and during archery season last year we saw a couple just toads you know and mm. i'm like okay once you see those big three-and-a-half-plus-year-old deer compared to everything else you're seeing, it's just so much more meat. It's just such uh, – It's I don't know. I, and I'm not a trophy hunter necessarily, but I want to get a big deer. I just yeah. don't want to burn the tag on something there's, little. And it's – I wouldn't even say you're being a trophy hunter. There's just so many – you're going to see so many young bucks out there that are three points that are still going to be very big deer and very, like – deer that people are going to want but if you wait let them walk you'll see a f- monster just that's, something that's a wall hanger 
Yeah, we're going to be patient for sure because we've had 10 tags over there and filled all 10. So with three, it's like we don't need to, you know, well, yeah. be in a hurry. You and I talked about it too. Like we're obviously going to make it a trip. Like we're going to be there a long time. Yeah. Like, I think my wife and my dad, they're t- going over Wednesday. You might go Wednesday. Um, we're going over Friday. We're going Thursday, Thursday night. No, we're going Thursday morning. We're taking Thursday, Friday. I thought we were just taking Thursday or Friday. Oh, it's hard because Dylan's been this planning guy. this thing for a long time. Yeah, I so know. Jake and I always change the plan too. Like yeah. every time we talk, it's something totally different. We still different. don't know what we're driving over. <laughs> yeah, we're, we'll figure that just out. Just get an Uber. Yeah, yeah, we'll Uber over. Uber it over. It'd be cheap. A um, couple other things that I forgot to talk about. I saw four bowls the other day uh, on the way to Michael's first playoff baseball oh, game. Nice. So, yeah, so we're on Highway 34 uh, heading towards Corvallis. And right on the right-hand side, right where the Calapuya River goes under the highway, there's yeah. four bulls sitting there. What? Just eating in that little patch of green. I was just shocked. I've never seen elk there ever. Just right off of Oakville Road. Yeah. Anyway. I've never seen elk there either. That's crazy. Yeah, and I've been seeing a lot of bucks, though. Oh, headed towards Newport? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's insane out there. I drive that road probably once a week. Just got some friends and my girlfriend lives in Toledo. So, But these ones were like right in Albany, you know, right off Oakville Road. Oh, that's Just right on the highway. Yeah, that Just is these nuts. four big, two branch bulls and two raghorns, you know, in, in velvet, of course. Oh, looks like we know where we'll be. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to do some research <laughs> on how, highway hunt. how yeah. fast antlers grow because I think it's one of the fastest growing materials like well, when they regrow their antlers and i want to i want to figure that out i'll have to look that up and i want to know just yeah that because i was going to bring this up too the antler growth because i have a picture of a buck that i saw my up at my parents place know, a couple days ago and i could tell he's not done growing like i want to know like what's the typical time frame when do they tip by the time they drop when do they start and then when do you tend to seed end I know everything, all of them are probably different, but... I wonder if you can, like, scale it, too. Because, like, what if uh, you see, like, a small fork in order and it turns out to be a monster, like, three weeks later be a monster 4 by 4 Yeah, that's you the part. You never know. Yeah, it's hard to tell when they're in velvet. Yeah. I mean, those ones we saw over east for the bachelor party weekend, I mean, there was some... They looked huge. But when yeah. they're in velvet, everything looks big, yeah. you know, and I've been seeing quite a few blacktail bucks too. I saw one yesterday morning on the way to the 3D shoot on uh, that Lacombe Drive just out there, you mm-hmm. know, and it was a nice big buck just in somebody's yard. Uh, and then we did the jet boat tours on the Rogue River here just recently for my mother-in-law's 70-something birthday and uh, saw quite a few river bucks, I was going to tell you. So we saw two or three bucks along the waterway and does and fawns too, and they were just in the river. Do you think that river guide will give us permission to hunt? Well, the rogue is, rogue won't be in the Willamette oh, tag. Yeah. yeah, I didn't hear the river name when you first started. Oh, this yeah. yeah, the Rogue River is down south, but there's a those southern blacktails down south. There's some big ones down there. Yeah, there are. It's crazy, just like the shift. <clears throat> Sorry, Maybe. it's crazy, like the shift in deer, because like. You go over towards like the west, like the coast area. Those bucks are all small body, small horn deer. And then over where we live, there's some pretty big bucks. And then just you keep going farther east and they just keep getting bigger and bigger. 
Yeah. And they're all, you know, technically the same species, but they, you know, the blacktail kind of came out of the mule deer. Some mutations. Yeah. Well, I like it too. Like we've always talked about the hunting, like the high cascade mountain range and stuff. And for me, I don't know what it is, but when you see one of those bucks, I, I imagine maybe some bench leg actions happening or something, but they're unbelievable size. Unbelievable. Yeah, some of those bench legs are cool. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, uh, Jake, you also do a little bit of fishing, right? I do. I don't get it to do it as much as I would like to. But, yeah, I I love bass fishing. That's probably my favorite kind of fishing just because best bass fishing, in my opinion, is summertime bass fishing. Summertime, right before right before nighttime. It's my favorite time to fish. And yeah. Get out there as much as I can. And he's also done the Alaska thing, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Me, uh, my mom's dad, my my grandpa, and then my dad and a buddy of ours, a family friend, we went to Alaska when I was a freshman in high school for a week, did some trout fishing, some salmon fishing. The salmon fishing over there is insane. Oh yeah, it's uh, Kyler's folks are going next week doing the whole oh, Kenai nice. thing, and they're going to do the float plane, you know, fish right where the sockeye are going oh, into the dude. lake and see the bears and all that. Yes. So, yeah, we did that's the my favorite thing in the world. We did the sockeye, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, we did that, and it was. There's so many people. It's crazy how big that river is too, and just how many people are out there and. It's not like over here when you're salmon fishing, it's combat fishing, where if you move from your spot, you're losing it. There, there's so many spots, and everybody's so nice, so respectful. They'll holler at you. They'll be like, oh, you get a fish? Or people well, will be yelling so many fish, fish on. and so much water that it's, yeah, there's plenty of room for everybody. Yeah. yeah. So, That's pretty cool. Uh, it's also just beautiful over there. Don't isn't your mom's sister's husband isn't he into the outdoor stuff too did he go on any of those trips i I want no he didn't come with us isn't he an outdoors kind of guy yeah he's a big fisherman like Mm -hmm. he he fishes every weekend he's not as much into the hunting because he lives down south like in california and i don't know the really how big the hunting is over there Mm. but i know that there's a really big fishing scene down there like he's a big bass fisherman yeah, um, you may not know this story, but uh, when I was first going to Oregon State, I called your mom and I said, hey, you've always been good to my cousin Chris. You're a nice lady. I know your sister goes to Oregon State. You should hook that up for me. <laughs> and so uh, I hung out with your aunt and she definitely was not into the, this vibe at all. So there was no romantic connection, but she was really cool. And she showed me around the campus and like just... You know, we'd email back and forth. Her email back then, nobellykelly at yahoo.com. So the fact that you remember that is hilarious. Yeah. But she was super nice and like, yeah, you she's know. A, she's a lovely lady. Yeah. But anyway, it's a connection you probably didn't know existed. I did not know about yeah. that, but I'm definitely going to bring that up. Yeah. Well, now it's out there. Now so, it's out there for yeah. the public. All yeah. you know it. Yeah. But it sounds like she married well and got an outdoorsy guy, so that's good. Yeah. He's yeah. a big fisherman. I mean, she still, to this day will never go fishing mm. but apparently he got her out a couple weekends ago got her go fishing now she's in love with it yeah good yeah i mean i love being on the water i we fished a little bit on that bachelor party and i had a really good time doing it i'm supposed to go bass fishing tonight 
but we'll see how the baseball playoffs go and how tired I am. It's a completely different vibe. Like hunting, at least in our family, is the number one. There's everyone enjoys fishing. I don't know so much about Dylan, but I could do without probably. It's just because he's bad at it. But everybody enjoys fishing in our family. But hunting is if we're hunting, you're taking it serious. You're going a hundred percent. You're you're trying to get it done. Fishing's more. When you have time to fish, you go fish, and you just go fishing to go fishing. Yeah, no, you're right. It, it's a whole different skill set, though. If you get into the salmon and steelhead, and uh, it's funny how we've all kind of moved over to bass. But the, there's actually a lot of bass fishing. I talked to a guy yesterday that fishes Green Peter for smallies, and he's caught some five, six pounders. You know, and there's some big fish out there. Well, I got some pretty good hookups with my work and some people that my dad knows. I get to fish some private stuff every once in a while, and it's just laid back, calm, chilling. You need to come out and fish the neighborhood lake with me. I will. Yeah, I want to. So On the kayaks. Yeah, I got three kayaks. Go ready, kayak. ready to <laughs> rock and roll. Kayak in the neighborhood. Just do. Are you not coming? If I have to, I will. I Well, I did actually already say on a podcast that I would try it once. You no, have to come with us. I'll let you fish with my big kayak. It's 12 feet. That's you can deep. stand up in the thing. Yacht. We can put on it. You're there's nervous no, about it? There's, not, dude, there's no way not, you're standing like, up on it. I love to swim and stuff, but for some reason when I'm on a boat, no matter what body of water I'm in, I could be in my parents' pond, and I'm thinking that a great white's going to come from the bottom and bite me in half. You're a shark guy, huh? Yeah, it freaks me out. Watch Jaws one too many times, I think. There's so many sharks where we live in the in all the ponds. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah all those no, freshwater ponds are loaded. Yeah, it checks yeah. out. Yeah. Trust me. Even when we go to Chelan, Washington, um, stay there all the time. My dad used to tell me these stories when I was a little kid uh, about all these giant unnamed fish that no one's ever been able yeah, to can identify. We, can we talk about that really fast? Uh, Dylan's dad is the biggest and best storyteller I've ever heard in my entire life. He'll tell you anything and will make you believe it. What do you mean biggest? <laughs> so, well, he tells a lot of big stories. He tells a lot of big stories. Yeah. I'm not sharks. calling him big, even oh. though. Yeah, he's oh. a big man. He's a big I mean, man. He's, he's losing not, a lot of lbs though, right now. But I, that's great. You guys are both on the lb train. But yeah. I would say, I wouldn't want to fight your dad. Really, I yeah, I'd go without it. Kind of sucks because I am the youngest, but I'm also by far one of the smallest Williams. Not really. You're the same height as me, dude. Yeah, but I'm saying size-wise, dog, I always feel right. like I'm the smallest, comparatively. All right. All right. I got you by 60 pounds. Hey, I get you, it. You got time, bud. <laughs> <laughs> I'll yeah. be there one day. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm staying under the 200 train, though, for a long time. Was it you when we were in Chelanum? I thought it was you. My dad threw you off the dock at the end after he was telling us, like, when you dive off the end of that dock, it's super deep lake, and when you look down, the grass or whatever you call it at the bottom's really tall so and it's waving with the water and when you look down into it you're either expecting to see a full-blown skeleton some dude that just washed up right or there, or like a goliath grouper yeah or something coming up to literally bite your feet straight off your legs the only two outcomes to that for me and i thought it was you right after my dad was trying to scare us completely out of this world threw you off the deck yeah the i dock. was probably 12 years old mm-hmm. not launched you 
uh, didn't have any clue in the world that he was joking about there being f- fish that eat people in this lake. And then I got thrown into this lake. Yeah. Yeah. I was terrified. Well, we had at our little lake, we call them the toe monster. So if you dipped your toes off the dock, he would, it, I think it was a, just a small bass, but he'd come flying up and just hammer your toes. <laughs> so I have got it on video of my, my daughter's and, and my niece, Charlie's little girl, Sydney, and they're dangling their toes and the toe monster would come up and hammer them. <laughs> so, and it ended up being actually a really big crappie because me and Michael went there and caught it. And like put it on the other side of the lake. I'm sure I didn't know how to swim back. But yeah, I'm yeah. sure we could <laughs> navigate it back to the dock. But we haven't had any problems since. So, oh my anyway. gosh, that is hilarious. Yeah, the man. old toe monster. Well, uh, thanks guys. I appreciate you being on time. That's impressive. Yep. Uh, you know, uh, especially I know Jake. Sounds like you like to sleep a little bit, but maybe you're growing out of that. You I know? think I am. I think work's changed it for me. Yeah. Yeah, it really has. I the fact when I called him at five this morning and he was like, "I'm already at Highway 34 or whatever." Oh, shit! This is different. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're gonna have to come on again, and we're gonna have to do it. We know that we probably shouldn't pack up all this podcast equipment and take it over east. We had originally thought probably about doing not. that and having like a daily recap, but the odds of us actually pulling out of the box. We know at this point probably wouldn't happen. So well, especially now we're gonna have so many, so many people with us. It's gonna be tight fit as it is. Yeah, so it's gonna I, be a big camp. Yeah, and we'll we'll just have people. to do a recap when we get back. So yeah. we'll have to do a recap. Uh, we'll on, have pictures of all of us holding our big bucks. You know, hopefully one day they'll. Mine's gonna be bigger than yours. But, no, it won't. Yeah. Hopefully one day we'll have two monster. Mealy sitting on that wall right there. I like that. Fork and horn from Sam. Three point from Jake. And then I'm going to go four point for my wife. But I got a spike by fork for Jake. Wow. That's disrespectful. <laughs> hey, Taya's not here, so I got to pick on the person across from Yeah. Me. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. True. Plus, I don't, Taya's too nice to pick on, you know? No, she's not. Sometimes yeah. she's, she's ruthless. Yeah. Taya, if you're listening to this. I don't mean this. She won't make it to the end of the podcast. You don't have to worry. Yeah, no, she's not going to make it this (laughs) long at all. She'll get through the first seven minutes and be like, oh, I've heard those guys before. Yeah, she'll go, oh, Dylan, it sounds real good, hon. Good job. (laughs) Turn it off. Well, anyway, thanks for coming. I appreciate you being here. It's good to hang out with you. I don't, I I mean, I've only gotten to hang out with you like three or four times in my life. I know, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, it took a while with Dylan too. But now, you know, we're breaking the ice. We're going on this first hunt together, you know. Your big podcaster now. Yeah. I might start doing my own. You should. You've you've got this equipment. You're welcome to use it. Yeah, Um, but it comes at a small fee. Yeah. 500 times ago. $250 and a foot rub for Sam. Yeah, every couple minutes is... We charge by the minute. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, it was was good to be on. I'm going to go get Burger King. Nice. Yeah, Yeah. hey, can you give us that little jingle? My son sings it. It's on all the YouTube. All the kids sing at BK or something. Do you know that one? At BK. Yeah. <laughs> have it your way. Yes. First guy to sing on the podcast. Yeah, I love awesome. it. Yeah, I'm going hey. famous, people. Yeah, I like it. Sounds All right. good, too. Go get some cinnamon sticks and call it a day. Yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for coming on. Yep. No problem. All right. Bye.